I'm buff and I'm the stuff, but everybody needs to listen. I am Buff Bagwell telling you to watch out for TNT, the Monday Night Wars on YouTube. These guys are aces in picking winners of Raw and Nitro each week. So tune in every Monday night at 5 p.m. Trevor Shelby, Thomas Kennedy, and are my biggest fans, bro. That's huge to me. That means a lot to me, so thank you for that. And I know you're going to love their show, so check it out. Remember, TNT, Monday Night Wars, YouTube, Buff Daddy out. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to week 10 of the Monday Night Wars. This week, we watched the November 6, 1995 WWE Raw and WCW Nitro. If you would like to follow along, check out these episodes on the WWE Network. We are your hosts, the Legion of Gloom, Trevor Shelby, and Thomas Kennedy! Woo! <laughs> I did that woo just in case, uh, you know, Ric Flair's watching people. Oh, yeah. I did tag him. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. We're going to tag people, and they're going to watch our show. They're going to do it. It's going to happen. Hopefully. So. <laughs> you know, we just got to watch what we, what we say. We don't want them to kick our ass. Yeah. that. You know, I, I think he'd still do it, too. Um, yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> so, Tom, how's your week been? Well, I mean, it's this Monday. It just started, and it's busy as hell at work. Well, how was your weekend then? Anything it exciting? It was good. I, I, I didn't do anything exciting. I, I watched uh, the new Terminator movie. Um, Very which good. Was I good. did too. Um, it, I'm glad that James Cameron is, you know, came back to do this movie. Yeah, me too. And did away with all the bad Terminator movies. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I I highly appreciated that movie. I really enjoyed it. Um, I really feel that uh, um, it it really kind of like brought back the old, you know, uh, Terminator for me. I, all the new movies I've never liked. I, anything past two. I know a lot of people don't even like two, but <laughs> I enjoyed it. How can you not like two? I don't, I don't know. I know a lot of people are like, I don't like that. I'm, whatever. So, two's amazing. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. So, yeah, I've had an interesting week of sick cats at my house. Um, I've been a cat doctor, so that's been fun. You know, it, I don't um, know if you guys know how to take a cat's temperature, but it's with their butt, and it's not cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So that's you been my day. My cat is quite traumatized right now. So <laughs> she does not want to do anything around me. So, <laughs> But so this week we watched the November 6, 1995 WWE Raw and uh, WCW Nitro. I, uh, I know that... Um, you know, we've been adding things, we're trying new things for the show, and 
um, you know, give or take a week from here. Uh, you know, we we've had some birthdays uh, go on. Yeah. That. Uh, um, that, that's from birthdays and deaths. This, I, I, I decided that I'm going to add deaths to it too, because the, the thing I was looking at had deaths. Okay. So, but we're we're not going to do the week that we're actually you know reviewing. We're going to do do like starting from Monday to Sunday. Okay. So like today is Billy Gunn's birthday. He was born on Veterans Day, to, uh, 1963. So that makes him you know. Almost 60. Happy birthday, Mr. Um, Gunn. Eddie, Eddie Guerrero passed away uh, November 12th, 2005. So we're coming oh, up on his a... 15th year. Um, wow. Next year. Been that being long. Gone. Yeah. I mean, wow. and he, you know, he's a big deal in, in this time frame. Yeah. Also, the late, great Randy Savage, his birthday is eleven fifteen of fifty two. Oh wow. So he's working on seventy if he was still alive. Yeah. And the father of the Hart Foundation, Stu Hart, passed away no, uh, November sixteenth of two thousand three. Oh man. What a legend though. What a legend. Yeah. He was. He trained some awesome wrestlers too. Yeah he did. So, this week on WWE Raw, we had a pretty interesting show. Um, no Jerry Lawler at the commentator booth. We had... Um, so there's no drinking on that part today. <laughs> yeah. We had Doc Hendricks take his place. Uh, he sat with Vince. And I think he did... A wonderful job. It was quite refreshing not having the king to talk over everybody. <laughs> he did. He did a great job. Yeah, he did. I mean, so I, I mean that that it was it was nice, you yeah. know, not hearing, you know, everyone's a cheater. Yeah, you know, and uh, yeah, he's not a fan of uh, Jerry the King Lawler, so it's kind of funny watching him. So. It was, uh, or listening to the, some of the things that he threw in there. It was a lot of fun. Um, the first match uh, in this in this uh, show was the British Bulldog versus Marty Jannetty, which really, to me, is power versus speed. And, uh, you know, at this time, Jannetty is so over with the crowd. I'm... I'm just baffled at how he he screwed up. <laughs> so I, I I don't understand. Like I mean, man, he is so over with the crowd. They love him. He comes out there. It's like Shawn Michaels coming out. But, it, it, it's amazing. I mean, everyone it, you know wants him to win. I mean, it's not like he goes out there and he's a heel. I mean, he is a babyface, and people love him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you know, the, um, who was it? Uh, I think the attorney, um, they were talking about how the attorney announced that the bulldog, he's going to face the winner of Brett and Diesel at In Your House in December. He, uh, he showed up 
um, on the uh, Titantron, I think, or during, well, the split screen or something during the match. And so throughout this match, Marty really tried to use his speed to beat the Bulldog. Um, but every time, it seemed like every time the Bulldog got a hold of Marty Janetti, he would just destroy him. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was bad. I mean, it was it was a great match. Though. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, it was fun. Uh, it it was the only time it slowed was whenever you know the bulldog got got the upper hand, and that's mm-hmm. the only time it slowed because he's a slow worker. He likes yeah. to to just take his opponents apart. Right. And Marty Janetti likes to take things fast, so the only time it actually went slow, and you know. It was whenever the bulldog had it, and he would slow the pace down and just, you know, tear him apart. Yeah, Janetti would come back and just start, you know, working his magic. Right, basically. And it, and, but and it's not to say that the slower pace is, you know, inherently worse because the moves that Bulldog was doing was actually pretty cool power moves that, um, you know, Janetti couldn't pull off on against the bulldog really um bulldog ends up winning this one with a power slam i thoroughly enjoyed this match Uh, probably one of the better matches of raw tonight uh i gave it a 6.5 out of 10 just for the sheer you know it had an ending it was great it was fun i enjoyed it it was i really enjoyed it i mean this is gonna get a a pretty high ranking from me so Mm -hmm. What are you going to give it? I don't know. What are you going to give it? Oh, I I just said. I said I gave it a 6.5 out of 10. No, you didn't. I didn't hear that. Yeah, no, I totally did. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it a... I'm going to go ahead and give it a... A, a, a 7. Because I, I really did enjoy the match, and all right, it, it really, you know, it, it 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 was really what these matches you know need to be in order to win, to win me over, or you know, bring you know, just make it a good match. You know, I don't, it doesn't have to be fast, it doesn't have to be slow, but keep me into it, right? You know, and this this kept me into the into the match very cool well uh so seven points from the tomster i see so (laughs) very good i uh you know we don't give that many sevens but i really enjoyed that one that was a lot of fun um after the match uh doc interviews the bulldog and cornet um he uh Let's see, uh, Cornette threatens HBK uh, not to turn on the Bulldog because, you know, they've got that match at, like, uh, Survivor Series. Survivor Series, yeah. With that weird team. Yeah, with the weird teams. And then after that, they announce um, Bam Bam Bigelow versus Goldust at Survivor Series. Bam Bam has apparently challenged Goldust over on saturday night main event or whatever saturday sunday night heat or whatever it's i don't know what the show is called at this time honestly well they had their both. weekend show <laughs> they, they had both at that time so yeah so 
But yeah, no, Bam Bam versus Goldust, that ain't going to be too bad. And uh, it, it, it amazes me. They had more shows back then, but there's more wrestling now. Yeah. Yeah, it uh, it's odd. Um, some of these storylines are a little silly at this era, but I I'm enjoying it though. <laughs> so a little bit, yeah. the uh, The next match that we have is Henry Godwin versus uh, I guess is Terry Richards is what I got. He's the I believe it's the guy that I didn't get his name last time. Because he's wearing the same red leader. Unless they just hand those out. Like, <laughs> you're going to be the guy getting squashed today. Here's your red leotard. <laughs> so, um, this match, it uh, it was a little silly. Um, I enjoyed it, though. You know, with Henry Godwin, you know someone's getting slopped. He brings out yeah. that slop bucket. Um, yeah. I mean, the guy he's wrestling kind of looks like a young, uh, I can't remember, think of his name right now, Rhino. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he kind of does. He's kind of shaped like, a, like Rhino. A young Rhino. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've nicknamed him the Red Rocket. I think they've really missed out on on the Red Rocket name. So. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, so Red Rocket. Yeah. So God Godwin wins this one with a move called the slop drop. And then he's immediately attacked by Triple H. So he he won the match and then got attacked. I think that's Which is a drink. That's a, that's a drink. And guess what? Today I have brought my drink. <laughs> so so today that oh, is a drink. Gee. You actually brought a coolers. Yeah. So, we got the slop drop. Um, you know, he won. Triple H attacks. He's Hunter Hearst Helmsley at this time with his gimmick. And uh, that he slops Henry Godwin, which is uh, kind of, you know, he's had it coming. He slopped uh, Triple H and the Million Dollar Man off and on these past few weeks. So, he's kind of had this coming. Uh, but overall, this match, it was pretty obvious what was going to happen. It was pretty obvious that the Red Rocket was not going to win today. Although, um, you know, as much as we cheer for him. Um, I went ahead and gave this a 3 out of 10. Uh, I thought that the the match was okay. Both wrestlers were really stiff in this. I don't know if it's just because the Red Rocket, as you like to call him, was a uh, you know it, it was a it, because he was a newbie, a jobber, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I think I think two and a half. Two and a half. Okay. Not yeah. bad. I and you know it's completely justified. This match didn't do anything for either wrestler to me. I I dislike these jobber matches because. It just yeah. you just destroy one guy and he's a no name person that I don't care if Henry Godwin would beat him. Now if he was fighting, you know, Triple H or uh you know, I don't care. It's anyone who we know their name. <laughs> you know, I'm not calling him the Red Rocket. But anyways. You are calling him the Red Rocket. I know. Um 
so after this, we had a look up at a, a new match at Survivor Series, which is going to be Team Dark Side versus Team Royalty, I think they called it. I don't the have Royals. it written down. The Royalty versus... I believe it was the Royals. Yeah. So Undertaker is going to face Mabel, and uh, Undertaker's team is going to have... Yeah, King Mabel. Yeah, there we go. And uh, the Undertaker is going to have Fat Two, Henry Godwin, and what is his name? Um, Savio Vega. I did write that down. And then we have King Mabel with Jerry the King Lawler, Triple H, and the guy they said puts crowns on. <laughs> Kane. <The Royal laughs> Dr. <Avengers>. Isaiah Yankum. <laughs> Um, DDS. Well, and this is this is an interesting match, but I don't I don't quite understand it. I guess this goes back to the crushing the face of the Undertaker, but you would think if it's that, then you'd you would almost think that it'd be Yokozuna in this match and not King Mabel. <laughs> but, well, it wouldn't, but but you need to keep with the royal thing, you know, right? Dr. Isaac Yankum, you know, <laughs> crown, teeth. Yeah, I thought that was funny. That was pretty good. That's a pretty, that's pretty clever the way they put that together. Um, yeah. It was a stretch, but... Yeah. Right. Now, I will say, this match that's coming up next, comma, with the Million Dollar Man, um, I don't know who he fought. Because they... They did not talk about this match at all. No, they used this match to call Shawn <laughs> they Michaels. They called Shawn Michaels, and I could have cared less what they were talking about. I'm watching Kama, and he's knocking the snot out of this dude. I mean, it is one-sided. He just destroys this guy. They, <laughs> they, they don't even address what's going on he even pins the guy and wins the match and they're like oh i guess you won <laughs> and then Dude. uh doc hendrix is like you didn't let me talk to sean michaels so that's my doc hendrix impersonation you know that that's something that, that they do this time you know in this time period that they don't do anymore which i'm glad they don't yeah is they use jobber matches to do other on-screen yeah interview yeah this this and jobber now, match was now even complete... if it's a jobber match they'll, they'll go they'll they'll play through it and then go to the backstage right you know what would have been great double length cool. match than what this one the last one was and you put comma <laughs> you know where I'm going with this versus Henry Godwin and then you just make the match double long and then they could have interviewed Shawn Michaels all they wanted but they'd have two guys that actually know who they are in the ring not one guy and one obvious dude that's going to lose uh, I did get a pretty good shot of their deal of the week which I thought was hilarious I even called you on this because I thought it was yeah, so funny you did. <laughs> it was the they were offering 1,000 pogs um, for, for like 20, bucks. 20 bucks. Yeah. And there's like two cents a pog or whatever. I don't know. That is awesome. 
that's a great deal even now, man. You can't buy that, you know, and you get two slammers with it, too. Of course, if you can find, you know, mint still in the bag, you can only imagine how much that is now. Yeah. Now, I will like to point out, you can't see it on this screen. You can't hardly see it. But right there by his middle finger, when you when you look at it the way he's got his hand out, where his middle finger is, it's pointing at a pog, and that pog has uh, Lex Luger on it. So I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, that's Lex right there. Did you, did you zoom in on that? I didn't zoom in on it. I didn't zoom. Um but uh yeah if you watch the episode you'll see it plain as day this the screenshot doesn't do it justice um, i watched it and i didn't see it yeah no i noticed it and i was like what <laughs> it's totally him um but you know this is still that time frame we're 10 weeks removed of him jumping ship so you know it is what it is yeah. so we got Four weeks left of two th- of nineteen ninety five. Yep, we sure do, and we'll be starting a new drinking game and everything then. So that'll yep. be that'll be fun. Um, yeah, how many weeks? I say. Yeah, I don't know. Some eight weeks. Eight it's weeks. Eight weeks. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Um. Yeah. So, anyways, the comma match. To me, the announcers killed it for me, and it was one sided as heck. I don't, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it at all. I gave it a 2.5 out of 10. I gave it a 2. A 2? <laughs> just because I didn't know one of the wrestlers, and yep. it was just a filler match so they could talk to Shawn Michaels. Right. And I didn't pay much attention to the match, you know, after they called him Shawn Michaels, which is a bunch of crap because, you know, this is a wrestling show. Yeah. You know, it's not a, it's not a call your your big star because he's off because he got into a fight with seven people. Right, and you yeah. know what's what's funny is, and I, I'll kind of go off subject here for just a second if you'll allow it. Um, I was listening to the podcast a while back where they interviewed Sonny about her affair with Shawn Michaels. And this is like the the time frame right now is the affair that happens with Shawn Michaels, and she had even said, which what she said was she disappears off TV for a few weeks with Shawn Michaels, who disappears off TV for a few weeks. And they go to Hawaii and hang out together. Um, I thought it was kind of funny that she's been gone, he's been gone. It's like, you know. At first, I didn't know if I believed her or not. Now I'm kind of like, mm. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> she was on now TV every week, and now she's gone. Weeks. Yeah, so that's interesting. But anyways, that's just a little tidbit. So maybe when they were talking to Sean, she was in the next room over. Who knows? You know, it was during the. This is during the Bill Clinton years. So exactly. You know, uh, could be somewhere else. Yeah. Who. Who was on this show? Do you did you see that segment? Bill Clinton? Was that Bill Clinton or was that an impersonator? Yeah, that that was a that was it was an impersonation of Bill Clinton. Was yeah. it? Okay. I was like, yeah. what the heck? That dude is good. I really yeah. thought it was Bill Clinton. No, uh, that wasn't Bill Clinton. That was an impersonation. <laughs> okay. I was like, wow. Uh yeah, because he was like, I support anybody. You you do it better than I do. But anyways. 
So I would support anyone. <laughs> I did not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> there you go. If you believe that, <laughs> then Epstein didn't kill himself. Oh, <laughs> uh, so. Let's see, I'm trying to figure out where I'm at here. Jerry the King Lawler and Dr. Isaac Yankum is next. They're fighting Brett the Hitman Heart and Hakushi. And so... This match... You want... This match is one-sided. Yeah. All right? Well... I mean... Yeah. So, before that match started, the real main event started. Which is yeah. <laughs> Billy and Bart fought in Karate Fighters. We missed the match last week. Mm-hmm. I missed it completely. So uh, we'll call the shots pretty well here. Um, yeah. I will reenact some of the moves. It was a lot like this. <laughs> and like this. They move their fists up and down. And then Bart's fell <laughs> off his little podium too. and died. And so Billy Gunn won. So that match, I'm going to give it an 11 out of 10. Um, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a, a, a 15, 15 out of, of, out of 16. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Because, <laughs> because I would have really liked to have seen Bart win. Oh, you know, wow. Just because he was, you know, he had the match won and then, you know, Billy cheated or he something. He cheated. I saw him pull out brass knucks. He was pulled a little Ric Flair move he there. He did. <laughs> so, yeah. So, anyways, yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> so, apparently my slideshow messes up. Um, anyways, so this will be the last one for Raw, slideshow-wise. Uh, we got Jerry the King Lawler versus Bret Hart and Hakushi. Um, that was, you know... Bret Hart and Hakushi for not tagging together, they had a pretty decent chemistry. Yeah, they did. I, you know, I enjoyed that. Um, they were tagging in and out when they could. Yeah. Um, but then again, you know, there were ref involvement. Right. Which, you know, yeah. I, I think there was some collusion on 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 the the part of the king and uh isaac yankum yeah uh, on their part because the amount of time that they were that they were spent looking at at, at uh brett's team yeah kind of you know i was like really really <laughs> look at this double team behind you right yeah. you know and the way the match ended I think it should have ended uh, before then, you know, whenever they did catch on. Right. Well, some of the notes I took on here was Jared the King Lawler has a mullet, LOL. And oh yeah, I mean it's 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 Mike Gundy. Yeah, uh, it's it's bad, and um, also. the chair that was brought into this match was not a folding chair. It was like no. a plastic school chair, like well, like a, you'd see at a table or something. It's hilarious. 
Um, like, where did he get that? I don't know. He just pulled that out of nowhere. That's the first and only time I've ever seen that kind of chair brought into a wrestling match. And I know. Um, what was it? Barry Windham tried to take the chair away from him, but when he did, the referee thought he was trying to use the chair against Jerry the King Lawler. So they got disqualified. He disqualified Bret Hart and Hakushi. You know, this match wasn't bad. It had a stupid finish. Um, I like. Did have a stupid finish, and he, you know, he didn't even, he didn't even hit him. So yeah, it shouldn't have been. Yeah, the referee. If it was now, the referee would have ran up, taken the chair from him, and threw him out of the arena. It. Yeah. It's just kind of silly, but Which is where the collusion happens. <laughs> They're colluding with the ref. You think? Yes. Okay. Well. Um. Anyways. You know, I didn't think this match was bad. It was interesting seeing Jerry Jerry the King Lawler wrestle at this point in time. Um, so, I don't know. I enjoyed it, except for the ending. I gave it a 5 out of 10. Um, I, I gave it a 4 because I didn't really like where it went. Yeah, I understand uh, that. I mean, These the wrestling was okay. Suck. Yeah. So. Yeah, a 4. Okay. Well... Let's move on to WCW Monday Nitro. Um, I really was surprised about this episode because they did something on this episode that they didn't really even, like, they didn't mention it last week. They didn't say anything about yeah. having this, this call-in thing. So they did a... They did a uh, like, um, viewer's choice. View, yeah, viewer's choice match at the end. So the main event was going to be you call in and you select who who you want to watch a wrestle. And I thought it was a pretty brilliant move at this time because I thought it was really in, innovative when WWE came up with uh, they called it Cyber Sunday or something like that. Whenever uh, the pay per view where you would go on and you would select what you wanted stipulations in matches or who to fight who and stuff like yeah. that. Well, this was kind of like pre they that. To, they did that kind of they did that kind of on raw, you know, when they would say, you know, wh- who would you uh, you know, votes for now for who gets to wrestle so and so. They did yeah. that a few years ago. So. so Steve McMichael dressed up Pepe, uh, Tom's favorite chihuahua as a clown and he said that uh it's because it represents you know the all these clowns around here <laughs> like kevin sullivan so um kevin sullivan yeah oh my picture go no nah, it's back um so the fans get to call the shots we've got two locker rooms the red locker room which has Ric Flair, Ming, Diamond Dallas Page, The Blue Bloods, Big Bubba, Shark, and Scott Norton. Uh, those are the, that's the red locker room. You get the, so when you call in, you get to choose one of those guys to be in the main event. And then for the blue locker room, we've got Sting, Johnny B. Bad, Hacksaw, Jim Duggan, Dave Sullivan, Alex Wright, 
the Nasty Boys and Mr. JL. So between <laughs> be, between Nature Boy and Hacksaw Jim Duggan in their in, in, in the backstage promos, <laughs> I don't think I don't think anyone else noticed anyone else. Yeah, I know. I don't even know how they knew that Sting was in the blue locker room. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Hacksaw kept walking in front of the camera, and I've actually got a really good screenshot of it. Um, <laughs> it's really funny. Um, so the very first match that we've got here is a guy named Cobra, uh, versus the giant. And I've got to say this Cobra <gasps> guy looks pretty good. He looks like he'd yeah. be a, a formidable foe for the giants at first. Yeah. Yeah. So this, this week is like squash week is what it is so on the screenshot that i have right now is the giants one and only move that is performed during this match which is the only move that was performed period <laughs> yeah i know the only move and it's the choke slam the giant wins one two three it was that quick we've talked about this longer than this match actually went on uh, which I thought it was awful. I gave it a 1.5 out of 10. Um, I'm going to give it a, 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 I don't know. Um, I'll give it a 1.5 as well. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I like my screenshot I have here. It's Jimmy Hart and the giant celebrating <laughs> that, that right there is hilarious. <laughs> it's saying that the, the title is his the title is is the Giants and yeah. this was supposed to be a title match right yeah they announced that it was a title match that was pretty short defense there Um. so after this match they immediately they don't even talk about it they, they, they move from here to locker rooms we're back to voting so um, here's Mean Gene in the red locker room and you've got Scott Norton and the Shark over there about to have their own wrestling match. You've got Big Bubba and all them flares over there in the corner. Uh, they're all just, just like milling about. And then we've got <laughs> the Blue Locker Room. <laughs> and Tony Schiavone is back there trying to do an interview. And there is Hacksaw Jim Duggan in front of all of them. <laughs> Looking goofy as hell. <laughs> He's just walking back and forth. I know. It's so funny. Oh, God, it killed and me. And yelling stuff. I don't know what he was yelling. <laughs> yeah. The Nasty Boys at one point got the microphone and they started shouting something. And Tony took it from them and was like, and now back to you guys. And I was like, wow, they just cut them off. Um, yeah, it's really worth, if you haven't watched this episode, it's really worth just checking these out, these little segments out. They are, like, pretty good contenders for some bad, bad, uh, interviews. <laughs> I, I don't know. How, how promos went from, you know, have developed over the years. Yeah. I mean, they, they've gone from mediocre 
mm-hmm. to really good about the mid, you know, right when the Attitude Era really gets going. Yeah. So now they're kind of mediocre and almost getting, you know, and getting better again. Right. So, the next thing we have is Hulk Hogan and Macho Man hanging out with the homeless, it looks like. <laughs> and I, I, I really don't understand this whole segment. Hogan. Well, I mean, did you listen to, to, the, to the homeless dude? He's like, yeah. get away from me. <laughs> yeah. Get away from me. <laughs> And then one point, Why? at Why the end of it, me? it was like, I've heard that before. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? He's just like, and they're like, I guess he's, I don't know what he is. He is like, now that we've got this guy. And I was like, they replaced Jimmy Hart with this guy, apparently. And so <laughs> it was ridiculous. They really, um, replace him with the, the guitar player that they yeah. showed at the end of it. Oh, yeah. No, I got a good picture of the guitar player as well. <laughs> so, the guitar player has a bullseye guitar, a big giant hat, <laughs> and he's got rollerblades on. <laughs> I think they just went to the beach and grabbed anybody that wanted to be on WCW. <laughs> and they were like, hey, you want to be on TV show? Just anyone who wanted to be on TV in general. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, these guys got picked. I don't know how. I don't know where they were going with this. It was very comical, though. Um, the next actual match that we have is Kevin Sullivan with Jimmy Hart versus the Renegade, who I think is, like, we've talked about him before. He's very much an Ultimate Warrior clone. He's just high energy. Yeah. He's got the face paint, and he's he's wearing kind of Hogan's colors, and so he's out there just kind of. He's going. actually probably the original Ultimate Warrior, you know, where the, the oh no, he, you know, how no, that this, conspiracy theory. Yeah, this guy's got too much of a baby face, but yeah, no, he doesn't <laughs> even. He just runs to the ring, starts knocking Kevin Sullivan around. He throws him. He tosses him out of the ring. The crowd actually responds to it. They're cheering on the renegade, you know? Uh, he's kind of getting over with the crowd. Um, it was kind of fun. Um, the uh, This match did have a kind of an odd... Um, kind of some odd segments where Kevin Sullivan was fighting... Uh, when he was fighting the Renegade, and he was beating the Renegade because they looked so opposite. I, yeah, I just was a little perplexed for some of that. Uh, Kevin Sullivan uh, picked up this win with a double leg stomp from the second rope. It was very, very. Um, I think you know, there's some wrestlers today that do the double leg stomp from like the top rope. And so this is kind of before yeah. it's time, I think. <laughs> like you don't see a lot of lot of that kind of maneuver uh, during this era. But I didn't enjoy this match. It, it wasn't that fun to me. Um, Kevin Sullivan winning this was kind of ridiculous, I think. So I went ahead and gave it a three point five out of ten. Um, I I just went ahead and gave it a three because it wasn't that interesting. Right. Um, the next match, uh, you know, it, it, 
you would think that they would use something great to get to the next match because the next match was really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but they didn't. Right. And you know it. it I don't know. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a three. Yeah, I understand that too. It's it's just not my cup of tea match. I do like Kevin Sullivan, and I actually like the Renegade. I just kind of disappointed that this match was kind of blah. So. But, oh yeah, and I forgot to mention, after the match, they rubbed the R off the Renegade's face. I don't know why. (laughs) At first, when I saw it happen, I just, at first when I saw them doing this, I thought they were like, you know, like in the TV shows where they get like ether or whatever, and they're like, they're like putting somebody out. I thought they were like trying to kill him or something. But no, they, they. Uh... That's what they do. They sh- they they shave uh, Hulk Hogan's mustache. Yeah, you know they they, they do something to humiliate <laughs> their, their targets. Right. Well, and and I can I can understand that um, slightly. Um. So, the next match of the night we have. Uh, Chris Benoit versus Eddie Guerrero, and I believe this is the second time these two have actually faced each other. Uh, the second like, time in singles, yeah. in singles matches, yeah. I, you know, I really, I thought it wasn't that bad. Um, I really enjoyed it. I mean, you know, they're still bringing in moves that. They can't that that yeah. the announcers can't even are, are naming right on the spot. Right, they uh, and, they you know, really struggle with take, some of those names. We take that for granted right now because you know these are these are staple moves now, but mm-hmm. these were not at that time. Right. Well, the. Uh... They they do mention they're building the cruiserweight division into the championship right now, so they're going to have some more um, some more info on that uh, before soon, I guess. Um, I uh, <coughs> let's see. Um, one of my main notes with this was if you watch the first match and compare it to the second one. Um, I kind of feel like, um, this was a little slower pace and I don't know if it's because if there's, if there's a reason for that or if it's just because they, um, they wanted to, uh, I don't know, showcase the, uh, uh, their moves a little better. Maybe, maybe move a little differently. Uh, I'm not sure. It. What do you think? Do you did you notice any slower pace or? Um, sorry, I'm coughing in it. Sorry, I had a I had a momentarily <laughs> fix my slideshow. <laughs> wow, stopping. I think it was a a slower match, but it was still hard hitting. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Crispin very um. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, 
I think that they're just showing that they don't have to move fast to have a great match. It's like I said, you know, earlier that, you know, it's whatever it takes to keep the audience engaged. Right. And they had seen two really fast matches already. Yeah. <coughs> they, we had the tag one, and then we've had their singles match. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. No, tonight on, on oh, that show. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, they needed to, to, to slow down their pace just to keep just to keep it, you know, the the, the show at the right length, and mm-hmm. you know, because otherwise, th- this match, if they were going at normal speed, would have taken like two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> as it was, it went on for quite a while. I it went on through two commercial breaks. I yeah, think. yeah, it was a fun match. Um, you know, uh, I don't know if maybe slowing their pace down from since the first match. I don't know if that was intended or not but i enjoyed it i think a little bit more because they told i think a better story in this match um i i thoroughly enjoyed their first match and i really enjoyed their second match you can't go wrong putting these two guys in the ring together uh, there's only one time that the the last time they had a tag team match, it was kind of, eh, you know, it's kind of iffy. But uh, yeah. this time, I really enjoyed it. I I went ahead and gave this a 7.5 out of 10. Um, yeah, wow. You, two, two scores above 7 tonight yep. so far. Um, I, I went ahead and gave it a 7 because... You know, I I felt something was missing. I mean, it was all there. It was a great match, but there was something missing that I I don't I can't put my finger on. Yeah. Um. But something was missing, so I'm gonna go ahead and give it a, a seven. Okay. The um, it was after this match we learned the winner of the. Uh, the I guess the 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 choice match. Oh, and I might mention <laughs> this. This actually reminds me. Um, Eddie Grow did win this match, and he won it kind of oddly, where Chris Benoit had his foot on the ropes, so the referee didn't notice. So I imagine we'll see. That's it. what it was. Yeah, is because the the ref blatantly was looking at that foot and still counting them yeah. out. So we'll see an Eddie Guerrero versus Chris Benoit three. I have the feeling that's gonna happen. Number three is gonna happen. So, but anyway, so the, we're down to the wire. Everyone's you know it's your they're, they're they keep telling everybody it's your last seconds to to put in your vote, and so. We get Sting versus none other than Ric Flair, which honestly, like these two, like I, I, I I'm do like their matches. Yeah, it's I like their matches. I wish they had more of the red team of uh, maybe some of the the Dungeon of Doom folk in there. I wish there would have been like. Diamond Dallas Page and and maybe right. uh you know Hacksaw Jim Duggan or have a because, rematch I mean, with um uh Mark Marrow whatever his name is over here yeah yeah 
Yeah. But I mean, because we've seen, you know, of course, Ric Flair is a is a weekly staple in, in the show. So, mm-hmm. you know, but we haven't seen much of of DDP, and you know, he he's he's a damn good wrestler. Right. Yeah. Well, um, so and not... I didn't get a, they didn't count my vote. Yeah. <laughs> They didn't count it. I called and called, and they wouldn't take it. But anyways, so... But that's not saying that this match is bad. This match was actually pretty good. It went long. Um, and, you know, uh, they're, I think they're trying to just wrap up this storyline with Sting and Ric Flair. And... Um, I don't know. The way of, it ended, I think... I have yeah. a feeling it is not over yet. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, with Ric Flair, it's, you know, you have a typical Ric Flair match where he marches around. Um, he hits Sting with some, uh, with look like brass knucks or something and tucked them in his pants and tried to cheat. But Sting, Sting hulked up and then started taking them out and all that and started, you know, getting, getting, uh, getting back at Flair, um, at, uh, one point, Flair gets Sting in the uh, figure four, which was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I uh, Sting, Sting reversed it. Yeah, Sting reversed it. Was gonna attempt to get it into the Scorpion Deathlock, but uh, that didn't happen. Um, I will say that uh, I don't know. I. Ric Flair and Sting, you know, they go back to, I think, I think it's like 89 when Sting beat Flair for the first time for the WCW World Championship. So, you know, these guys are obviously, you know, they work well together. You're not going to have a bad match here, but you're also, it's also kind of stale. So, but I'm, I'm going to save my score. (laughs) for what happens after the match. So Sting gets Flair into the deathlock. Flair taps. Match is over. Sting does not celebrate. He just sits there with the deathlock still attached. Will not let go. Nobody can get him to let go. Um, They got the entire blue locker room out there. The blue locker room comes out. It's finally... Plus Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. Um... Uh, it's finally, I think it's Hacksaw Jim Duggan that gets him up the first time. And then Sting turns right back around and he goes back after Flair. And then none other than Lex Luger comes out. And he uh, he whispers or he says something to Sting and then Sting lets go. And then they walk away together. So, and I just want to know what he said. Yeah, that's that's a good question. Because now it kind of looks like, you know, and, you know, Sting and Lex are friends, and I can understand that. But Lex also just torture racked Hogan and Macho Man, your two teammates. So, yeah. I mean, I don't understand it. I don't know if you just can't. He can't quit him or what? I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, 
I, all I know is that something's going on because yeah. I want to know what he said. Yeah. Um. Then after that match, nothing's explained. Uh, Jimmy Hart uh, is interviewed, and he goes on this whole rant about how he's the power of attorney. He has the power of attorney, and he signs all the matches for Hogan, and he signed a stipulation into the last contract match against the Giant, where if he lost by disqualification, the title would change hands. And they got um, an attorney from WCW into the ring who said the title committee or whatever he called them um, or championship committee. um, They have determined that nobody is the champion and the championship will be decided at war games. So with the 60 man three ring battle royale yeah you forgot the three giants there's gonna be three giants you bet you better bet the yete is gonna be one of them <laughs> uh, okay yeah i don't know who the I'm other kind, i'm kind of surprised the yeti didn't uh, didn't um make an appearance i know well you know he uh he would have but he had to talk to his mummy No, anyways. Anyways. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, anyways. No puns like that, please. <laughs> so they stripped um, the title from the giant. Kevin Sullivan took it off of him, gave it to the attorney. And so I guess we're looking at war games as the big deciding factor of who wins this title. Since there's no... There's no champion at the moment, you know, it's been vacated. Right. Uh, you know, it should make the, you know, it should make the, the, the that pay-per-view a, a little more interesting, considering it was just for a chance at the title. Now it is for the title. Yeah. Well. Yeah, you know, who knows who come up with it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm just... I'm just now realizing. I think we skipped over the uh, flare and sting um, scores, and I gave flare and sting a good six out of ten. <laughs> you waited till afterwards just to give them yeah six out of ten. Yeah, I forgot. I was went on. I I included all the. Hullabaloo at the end there. Just because I'm bored with it, with this, <laughs> oh no, with Sting and 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 Flair thing. <clears throat> Five point five. I can understand that. That's probably where I should have been, but um... I mean, for the past eight weeks, it's been Flair Sting. Yeah, Flair Sting. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. they're teaming together and then then turning on one another. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, to remind everybody, uh, we're not adding anything, uh, but we are going to remind everybody of the drinking game. The 1995 Monday Night Wars drinking game is when anybody says, uh, this is where the big boys play. You take a drink. 
um, which I don't think I heard once during this show. So maybe I heard it once. Did you? Did you? Okay. Was, um, anytime Jerry Lawler talks over a promo, we didn't see that at all because Jerry Lawler wasn't even talking. Um, anytime a match ends, but the winner is attack immediately after winning. We saw that. Um, anytime yeah. Vince awkwardly dances in commentary to Shawn Michaels music. Um, anytime Bobby the Brain Heenan puts down Steve's dog Pepe, which he's he's actually done a pretty good job abstaining from saying anything about the dog. <laughs> he just pretends he's not even there. <laughs> And then anytime a match starts during a commercial break, that was just, I was pissed off that day. I was mad. Then why start a match while there's a commercial break? That's stupid. Um, Anytime Disco Inferno comes out to dance but does not have a match. And anytime an ally turns on a friend during a match. That was last week's edition. So we might add something next week. Maybe something might catch our eye that we've seen one too many times. Um, But these non-finishes we can't add that you'd you'd die so <laughs> yeah we can't add rick flair's woo or yeah or oh my god <laughs> yeah um we we should add anytime rick flair wrestles sting that should be next week's so <laughs> so right now and watch that be the last one yeah right now thomas has raw with three and a half points He's got Nitro with four and a half points, and he gave the dog show, for whatever damn reason, a point. So, (laughs) I have Raw with four points and Nitro with five points. Um, Tom, I'm going to let you start this week. Who do you give the win to? I give the win to Raw. You give it to Raw, okay. Yeah, just because it was a little... It, 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 it kept my attention more, and I and I've been ADD lately. So okay, anything that catches my that that keeps my attention, it, you know, will get the win. Okay. Well, I will say that uh, I, for the same reasons but opposite show, I'm giving Nitro the win. Uh, Nitro went a little innovative this week. I enjoyed it. They should do a lot more of that. Um, if they keep doing that, that show will never end. I'm sure it'll keep going. I'm sure it's still on the air. Anyways. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I actually enjoyed it. I like this whole storyline with Hogan and the Giant and War Games is building up. I'm actually enjoying that. So... Um, I'm actually interested. Raw, eh, I'm kind of back and forth on it. I do like, I do, I'm interested in seeing who's going to win with Brett and Diesel. And, uh, and then beyond that, who the Bulldog is going to face. So that's, you know, I could see both shows, but this one, this one week, uh, I'm giving it the Nitro. So you've got a back well, tied up. to Nitro, You've given it to Nitro six times. I mean, yeah. I think you're a little biased. Not biased. Nitro. Not biased at all. No, no. <laughs> I mean, we have we've got ten shows, and you know, Nitro yeah. is, is is winning by two. Well, yeah, but that's only two. That's not that many. Yeah, I think you. I think you got a little dude, bit of bias. Dude, going. Just wait till we hit 1999 and Raw is up like 
a hundred freaking points. So, <laughs> so, um, anyways, <laughs> um, I All would right. like to thank you guys for putting up with us. Um, we, we did have a few viewers more than usual, actually. So I do thank you guys for watching us. Uh, we are trying to work on putting out more content, more you know, interactive. Like our Facebook page, we're putting out, you know, we're doing everything from histories to uh, we're trying to do some conversations with birthdays and all that stuff. So like our Facebook page, uh, the link will be down there in the description. And um, see, we did the November 6th edition of Raw, so this week... Or this this week, if you want to keep up with us, we're going to be for next week. We're going to be reviewing the November thirteenth edition of Raw and Nitro. So, um, if you uh, watch those and watch our show, then you'll be kind of kept up and you'll know exactly what's going on. Um, if you have any questions, you guys could throw it in chat anytime. Um, if you actually subscribe, it'll show up on the screen during the show. So that's cool too. Um, I highly encourage people to do that. So, um, you got anything you want to add, Tom? Um, no, it's just that <clears throat> if you follow any of the wrestlers of this time frame, feel free to tag to tag them in our <laughs> down down below in the comments or on our Facebook page. Awesome. We'd love to have, have them watch, you know, and see. See if we're doing this correctly and, you know, if they want to kick our ass or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, See. yeah, Tom's taking on all contenders. So, anyways. No, I'm not. <laughs> I just know that we'll piss off someone. Yeah, we will. At some point, at some point we'll be like, we give that a one out of ten. <laughs> and that guy is going to be like, hey, open your door. <laughs> I got. To talk, it? I got to talk uh, to you. <laughs> I got a package. Package for Thomas. Package. Anyway, from who? Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> I'm not rating any of his matches low. Anyways, all right, guys. I will see you guys next week. Tom will see you guys next week. Um, you know, keep tuned, and uh, you know. Like, share, subscribe. Thank you, guys. Keep watching. I mean, you know, there's only three of y'all watching that I know of, so. Woo! -hoo.